0: Hey guys, so before we start things, um, I know that this is really super late. Um, it was a big week in the Sister Wives fandom world this week, and I was handling live streams and, you know, different things, so getting to this um, was rather hard. Also, I put a disclaimer in one of the sections, but, Please keep in mind that everything that was recorded and said was done so prior to um, Peyton's interview. So just keep that in mind. WASTED!
1: Kids will always win every single time. When Mary had an affair, she was leaving my ass. This is what I wanted. I just have to watch as they destroy what I wanted. I've always kind of been confused at what the problem is. People have asked me, people are always asking, why do you stay? You don't have a relationship with them.
0: Suspicious of me. Will you just please stop? It's pickle time. Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Pickle Pie's Antisocial Sister Wives. I'm your host, Pickle Pie. I thought with the new equipment and stuff that this episode would be a lot easier, um, would go a lot smoother, and that's not the case. First of all, I procrastinated and I could not think of subjects for the different segments that I had for Family News. It had been kind of a quiet week for the Brown Family News and the main kind of topic that I wanted to discuss. I ran out of time for research because I couldn't find statistics on kidney disease and dehydration in toddlers. So if you've watched the show, you probably understand where I was going with that. Then we had a few things pop up and I settled on a different main topic. Kind of just because of the last one-on-one and because we're doing um, a rewatch during our daily lives, which, again, I'll get the details later. Also, when I'm on camera for TikTok, I'm making like up to three-minute videos. It's not a lot. And a lot of that is like me for a couple seconds and then some graphics. And it's just not very intimidating because it's so small. I have started this over probably ten times and it's still ending up like this so this is it hopefully I will get better on camera I'm very uncomfortable I don't know why I make how many videos a day normally and the thought of being on camera for a long time is just like uh. anyway I'm gonna get right to it because we do have a lot to cover this week let's start off with Facebook <laughs> I know I said last week that I was going to pick like one group Facebook post to talk about and then it's only week two and I've already broken that, but that's okay. I think it's fine. So the first fail is from the Facebook group, Sister Wives Discussion group, and more. We're going to get a lot of our Facebook fails from this group because it is a complete shit show. The post reads, just watched Sister Wives Tell All, with tell spelled T-W-L-L, part two, and I cannot stomach Christine. Now this group has a lot of anti-Christine and Janelle posts, but this was the first one I came across that had to do with the one-on-one. Last week I said I was going to block out the names, but there's a lot of them and I got lazy so I didn't. I guess don't post in public groups if you want to remain anonymous. The first comment says this must be Robin's burner account. There is a lot of speculation that Cody or Robin or the mansion minions have fake troll accounts and that they actually run some of these pages like on Facebook and pages on TikTok. Of course, we have no proof of this, but some of the comments on posts and on pages and on live streams definitely make you wonder. And because I can, I'm going to choose to believe it is fact as you read on you will see lots of love for Christine. Someone commented, you can't stomach a strong independent woman. And someone else said, what? Okay, Cody. In the neck, there is more um, support for Christine until you get to the bottom comment, which reads, Christine is not strong just because she got divorced. She was part of living a lie. She's not the nicest person. They are all twisted on the show. They all knew polygamy is not ideal way to live. Only the kids suffer, the rest move on. So the way I'm reading that is the way they wrote that. Like, no hardly any punctuation um it's just like i said it kind of a shit show so not strong because she left an abusive marriage that she only stayed in as long as she did out of the love for her family and the fact that she grew up being indoctrinated to keep sweet regardless of what your husband does to you or your children. The living a lie part, well, I mean the Browns weren't exactly honest about their lifestyle in their book and show, so I can't really, I don't believe that Christine isn't a nice person. Was she always nice? No, because she's human. She lived in a horrible situation, was mocked and ignored, and took depression meds because it got so bad, and still tried to be kind, so I think, I think that makes her a nice person, Marlene. I do think they knew and know that there is a lot of dark shit going on in polygamy, even in their church and families, but I genuinely believe that they thought they were doing what God called them to do and were determined to not be that way, like the negative way. If we're being honest, yes, the kids did suffer, but I think every single one of them, even Robin and Cody, have also suffered to some degree and continue to suffer. Okay, these next couple of posts are only, I'm going to call them half fails. I think they're by the same person, different names and posted in different groups, but I think it's the same person. It started with a post from the group Sister Wives with a green check mark. The original poster posted a poorly photoshopped photo of her face in Cody and Robin's wedding photo with the caption that reads, Oh, nothing, just me and Bay getting ready to go tell Robin we're getting married. I nearly choked, I was laughing so hard. Most of the commenters also thought it was funny, but there were some who didn't quite get the joke. People like Gail, Photoshop, bad job. And Karen was obviously not impressed. Two photos don't make one, Fate. <sighs> but then we have Tammy. It's a pretty awful pick, That doesn't even make sense. Linda said, lighten up. It's a joke and it's damned funny. Kimberly was like, exactly. Oh yeah? Teresa commented, what doesn't make sense is not being allowed to have fun without Killjoy trying to ruin it. And then Teresa also said, we the fun people demand more of this. And Kathy said, it's not supposed to, it's a joke. The original poster obviously didn't expect anyone to think this was real. She just has a sense of humor and made a. Of- funny post but unlike the others Tammy didn't let it go apparently bad photoshop and nonsense is funny to y'all but not me so Jessica said apparently you have zero sense of humor Ashley said you must be fun at parties Tammy replied apparently there must be lots of drinking at your parties Ooh, Tammy Then she said, actually, I'm a photographer and bad Photoshop is just a pet peeve, but apparently differing opinions is a pet peeve of some people here. And then the original poster said, oh, well, it was meant to be funny, not to be a perfectionist. Now move along, Karen. But she didn't care. That didn't stop her. She posted, welp, he is in focus and looking at the camera. She is completely fuzzy and so not looking at the camera. The other pic made sense as funny, but this is just nonsense and bad photoshop. So many of you know my struggles with PMDD and that some months my normal pettiness takes a whole dark turn and I get ridiculously petty. I also have a very short fuse and tend to jump in anger very, very, very quickly because before coming upon this particular thread, I had read so many negative posts and comments in different groups i was already pretty much annoyed with everything so i commented jesus christ why does every group and every post have to have someone with a stick up their ass ruining their funny (sighs) and then tammy responded with a double doozy and said or a filthy potty mouth who can't stand someone else. Having a different opinion that didn't have any effect on your life. But hey, apparently different opinions are scary. Not as scary as Scary Mary. Um, And she went on to say, Oh, and who likes to take the Lord's name in vain as well for good measure. Now. I could have and should have just clicked out right here. You know how we always say, if you don't like it, just scroll by. I should have scrolled, but I didn't. Every group needs a filthy potty mouth for spice. You wouldn't serve bland food, would you? No, you need spice. And then I posted the Walter White photo with I am the spice I thought it was pretty damn funny but I'm a child I just have such a low tolerance for the crappy responses that every single post gets, regardless of the content it seems like no matter what social media forum you use there's always someone who has some shitty thing to say regardless if it's a serious post if it's a funny post if it's a sad post people are just so fucking like negative the way I'm being right now (laughs) but regardless of the this was a funny post I thought it was funny and I just didn't see why such a stick in the mud and I responded. So moving on from Facebook fails, half fail, whatever. Um, let's go
1: on to Brown Family News.
0: more appropriate sound for that clip so the official statement on both Mary and Cody's Instagram reads and I'm going to read this just the way it's typed out you can see if you're watching on YouTube you can see what I'm talking about in light of a recent unapproved press release we feel compelled to share our own truth in our own way and in our own timing After more than a decade of working on our relationship in our own unique ways, we have made the decision to permanently terminate our marriage relationship. During this process, we are committed to kindness and respect towards each other and to all members of our family. And we are also committed to the continued healing of any and all relationships within the family so that we can move forward with forgiveness, grace, and love. In kindness, Mary and Cody. Wow. Mary went on to add a caption while Cody did not. It reads, Today I reclaim my power. Last month's article by the reputable People Magazine quoted me as saying that I had confirmed that Cody and I had separated was a complete lie. The information, content, and timing was inaccurate and was based on a highly edited version of events that had been filmed months prior. In the months since the taping of these interviews, Cody and I have had many open and honest discussions that have led to our announcement today. There is so much more to be told about this story, and I assure you, my truth will be told. But for now, know that there is peace in my heart, and I hold no animosity towards Cody. I am not, and pray that I never will be, in a place where I will enjoy making, or seeing you make, rude and demeaning comments about him. You likely will have a range of emotions and opinions at this news and want to offer comments. In doing so, please be considerate of the fact that we are real people with real lives and real emotions. Please try to refrain from congratulating congratulating me at the breakup of my marriage. I value the relationship I had and look forward to stepping into 2023 and my future with grace, kindness, and power. Step into kindness with me. Put positive energy out into the world. Worthy up. (sighs) So I didn't leave a comment on Mary's Insta post. I don't thing. I don't think that I did. Um, but I am a shitty person and I am in a shitty mood. So I did on Cody's. Now, since you are finally alone with your soulmate, can you stop with the Rogaine and testosterone replacement so you can go back to the regular old obnoxious Cody that we met and leave cracked out Cody in season 17? Well, it is official, at least Instagram and Twitter and TikTok official, Um, Mary and Cody are no more. I... whatever stupid stuff he said. And then Sukanya brutally was like, um, did you know this? And she's like, no, I didn't know this. I doubt it. I, I know she didn't say I doubt it, but I really think that she, um, meant it. And I think she was caught off guard because Sukanya was like, did you know? And she's like, uh, no, I didn't know. And I think that was kind of a pivotal moment for Mary. Because she said, I don't remember what part, there because there were three parts to the one-on-one, and I don't remember what part it was. But she said, this is the opposite of what he's been telling me. He's been telling me that we still have a chance. She said their first, I think it was their first anniversary after moving to Flagstaff, he called her up and he was like, to new beginnings. So Mary was really kind of cut off guard, I think, by all of it, really. I think she's just been holding on to hope. Um, I was afraid that now that Christine is gone and that he's separated from Janelle. I don't know what that means financially. Like I said last week, I don't know what that means. I thought that he may try to work on his relationship with Mary either to have a storyline for another season or, and more likely, to keep her money invested with Penn Robin. Even though they created that um, Dabsart LLC thing a few years ago, was it a year ago? Man, Sister Wives time is really, they really get us messed up because they're like filming this part a year and a half and this part's like last fall and so they get, I always get really confused, but they created that Dabsart and that didn't include Mary but then at the same time I wondered like that their thing and then they still have the family thing and Mary's just putting money into the family thing and they're just siphoning the family thing into the Sark thing because it's, I mean that makes sense but we don't know and now she's gone so I'm assuming she's taking her money with her um, that makes me super happy because they just use Mary that's all he's done that's all Robin's done from the beginning I made a TikTok, um, earlier where it was, like, one of their first Christmases, first or second, and Robin had given Mary a little dancing sister statue for Christmas, and they're talking about it in the couch confessional, and Mary's looking at her like, and then they flash back to mary opening the gift and she's like almost crying and she's like thank you and she goes to give robin a hug and unfortunately robin's face is on the camera side and we can see her roll her eyes so mary's like robin and robin's like mary she continued that all the way through the show treated mary like shit until she needed mary on her side until she need Mary to back her up on something. It's about time she posted a lot of her normal taking my power, you know, that whole inspirational crap that we've been making fun of her for for a long time because she hadn't. Well now she's allowed to talk that way because she has. She has taken her power. So I'm really happy and I know she was getting a lot of shit for posting, you know, please don't congratulate me about my divorce. You know, this was, you know, my marriage. This was my husband. This was my family and everything. And people are like, well, what do you expect? You're on a TV show and stuff. I think the fact that she is trying to set a boundary is really super healthy because Mary sucks at setting boundaries. I mean, a lot of us do. I do. We all do. But I'm kind of really proud of Mary in this you know situation because she's doing things i'm just very curious to see what's gonna be next for mary and what's going to be next for the show i'm assuming that there's going to be two more seasons but we don't know so with that let's go into pickle pie is really big dill Today I'm going to be talking about the whole Sister Wives flee High situation. This is obviously at the beginning when they had to flee Lehigh suddenly because Cody was facing jail time and their family was going to be arrested and torn apart because they were polygamists and blah 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 blah. blah. So we all know that was fake now. Well, uh, so a lot of us do. I still get um, people on my live streams and in my comments who are like, Wait a minute, what? So why was it fake? So that's what I'm gonna be talking about today, but before before I talk about that, so I do the best that I can to try to get all of my facts straight before I talk about anything. I kind of covered this in more detail in last week's episode, but I'm not an expert on polygamy, Mormonism, fundamentalist Mormonism, the Browns. I don't know shit about fuck. Nothing. I don't claim to be an expert about any of these things. I have just seen to end multiple times, read the book twice, in the blogs and stuff like that that you guys do. These are my opinions. That's my opinions! These are things, conclusions, that I've come to on my own and just through different things that I feel disagree. Whatever. So, why did Cody say that they had to leave lehigh and go to las vegas so we have these clips that kind of Kind of sum up. They're they're short, but they kind of sum up why like Coe said they had to leave.
1: We begin this half hour with the polygamous family from Utah. We first met here on today last week. It turns out the Lehigh City Police Department launched an investigation into the polygamous marriage. We intend to investigate it and see where that leads us. Once that's done, we'll forward that on to the County Attorney's Office. Police are not giving a timetable for their investigation of the Browns, but said that once it's complete, it will be up to the Utah Attorney General's Office to decide if criminal charges will be filed. main reason that we're choosing to move to Vegas is simply just to preserve our family. You ask yourself, what can I do rather than risk having my family taken away from me? Or me taken away from my family? And if you look at the logistics of it, and you look at the history of it, we just
0: really shouldn't be here anymore. We need to be somewhere else. That's what Cody said. That's the reasons Cody gave for needing to leave Lehigh to go to Las Vegas and to do it quickly, but just to go in general. And Christine's reaction to this just doesn't make sense to me. So we know that her grandfather, and I believe one of his wives was arrested, Um, turns out, it wasn't as dramatic as they made it sound. I think he went to jail for like a night or a week or something. It was just really short. But it it doesn't matter because what actually happened because we're talking about Christine's reaction. And what was passed down to her from her father was that his father was arrested. Um, one of the wives was arrested. They went to jail. So the family was separated. And they went to separate states, they lost contact with their friends and family, with each other, it was traumatic, it was horrible, and that was, that narrative was used to instill fear in them that's how these cults work is through fear but christine was terrified absolutely terrified of people finding out that she was a polygamist when she was growing up because she thought her dad would be taken away and her mom would be taken away and she'd be shipped off to some random relative or something and so when this comes up we expect her to be terrified and We've seen just how this kind of threat makes her feel in these clips. One of the reasons why uh, we're afraid is just because looking at history, um, my dad was raised in a family where the police came in the middle of the night and they took my grandpa, they took my grandma's and the moms and my grandpa were put in jail for polygamy and all the wives had to separate. No one wife knew where another wife lived. They lost everything. There's no way any of us would that life for our kids or for each other. So when talking about her grandparent and when possibly facing the threat of being discovered and being arrested, we see she has a very, a very severe reaction. She gets very emotional. You know, she's crying hard. And I don't want to do this again. <laughs> it was so scary
1: before. Every time I spoke in public, it was so scary. I thought I'd get arrested for so long. And now it's bad. <laughs> her
0: tears throughout the show but this is a different level so I think it really does show that she genuinely is terrified of her or Cody or any of the wives being arrested and their family being you know torn apart so if that's her genuine fear then why was this her reaction to moving the
1: main reason that we're choosing to move to Vegas is simply just to preserve our family I do not feel like this is what we're supposed to do. Christine and I are at a point where I had finally decided the leader has to make a decision and just say, okay, family, I-, I need everybody to get on board.
0: At the same time, I made the decision, this is not right for our family and we should not
1: leave. It's gonna tear our family apart. Nobody really wants to do it.
0: We all everybody see the just need sees- to
1: do it. Yeah.
0: So you see Christine, terrified, is in tears, very emotional very scared but now that they're now that they're being investigated and there's the potential for Cody to go to jail she's like
1: are you still confused on whether we're gonna move or not yep. okay.
0: that doesn't make any sense because she loves Cody so much I don't want
1: I don't want to move I want to move our kids I don't want to move our family I like where we're at I know you want something miraculous and something, um, I don't even know what could happen, but I don't think I could change my mind just because.
0: I know, but I don't think you're even listening to my point of view. But I
1: am listening.
0: But you say, well, we're going to move regardless of what you say. So how is that listening to my point of view? I just don't want to make decisions in fear.
1: I'm sorry. I know you feel like we're making a decision. Fear, I have made a decision for me.
0: Well, I'm going to with come you. with you. Faith,
1: I've made the decision. You're making a
0: decision for a whole family.
1: Well, should I not be the person that does that? You
0: are the leader. I understand that. You know, we chose you to be the leader. I'm just having a really hard time with feeling like there's no possibility of me having a choice.
1: Based upon the need for this family to function in peace, we need to move
0: of a reaction for her husband facing arrest as she would when she's talking about, like, her grandfather or her father. Janelle actually, and I don't have a clip of it, um, I should have grabbed a clip of it, but Janelle was actually more scared than Christine was, I think. Even though this was all spun for the show. And and I think there was another aspect to it. So I think there were two real reasons that they moved. First of all, they were being investigated. Not because they're polygamists necessarily. Like, there was a bigamy investigation. But we have the paperwork that shows the results um, or the findings of the investigation and we also can read if you go online and do a quick google search usually people were only prosecuted for like bigamy or polygamy or cohabitation or whatever if it was, like, another charge that they could put on top of, like a fraud charge or a sexual abuse charge or something like that. It wasn't normally just this that they went after people for. And they, it's the same for the Browns. They were looking for welfare fraud, bankruptcy fraud, tax fraud, Um, and there was something to do with whether or not they were profiting from filming and broadcasting a crime. So, like, if you film yourself killing someone and then you sell it for money, that's a. Not only is it a crime to kill somebody, duh, but take that out of it. It's a crime to profit off a crime. You see what I'm saying? I know I'm not making any sense, but that's the thing. You can go look it up. It's it's all online. But then they fleed, so there was really I don't know. I don't know how they didn't get in trouble. I don't know if they did. Maybe behind the scenes they did. For, we know Christine was getting um, benefits, at at least food benefits. And I think she was getting um, medical benefits, too, because she was able to have Truly in the hospital. And they talked a, a few times about Madison had... To have her appendix out and it cost them a year's wages because Cody didn't have the kids on his insurance for obvious reasons so Janelle had to make payments and I guess it took her like a year to pay that off. They didn't talk about Truly's birth at all so either they didn't want to um, acknowledge that they were receiving benefits that covered it or I don't know. It was weird. I'm assuming that it was the benefits thing. Um, also we know there was some shady stuff going on with some bankruptcies Cody's had all the wives, um, except for Robin I believe declared bankruptcy and there was some other things going on I don't know why they didn't get in trouble for that maybe because since they were leaving Lehigh the people were just like okay they can be Vegas's problem now we don't care I don't know Um. so the second thing and this is the most thing so if you watch the honeymoon special in season one where Cody and Robin go on their honeymoon and really just look at Cody. Don't look at what they're doing. Um, listen to what they're saying. Just watch Cody's reactions to Robin. How he looks at her, his body language around her. That is something that you don't see and never will see with any of the other wives if you watch for that it it's very very telling so there is a scene where robin expresses jealousy about not living in the big house with the rest of the family even though we know she doesn't want to live in the big house um in this scene to make it a joke which as we come to find out that's how robin does or expresses a lot of her displeasure on camera we know what she does off camera because remember when they were on the rv trip and she stumbled out the door and she was like, what the, and then she saw the camera and she was like, crap, or something like that. That's the real Robin. That's how she normally reacts when she doesn't think the camera's around. So in this scene, she kind of jokingly says that she's jealous. I live separately from everybody else. I don't live in the big house. And so um, they're all over there kind of having a good time together. And sometimes I feel lonely. Sometimes we're all having a good time together. Sometimes we're all separate, too. Well, I just assume they're always having a good time. And then it's Robin, Mary, and Cody go to Vegas to look for apartments. Um, Two reasons this is weird. One, Robin's a new wife. Like, Why is it her place? Okay, so actually, three. Why is it her place? Two. Why wasn't Janelle one of the people that went? Since Janelle handles the finance and knows what they can afford and what they can't afford, so wouldn't she, wouldn't it make more sense for her to be there to talk and figure out the financial aspect? I mean, I can see why Mary's there, but it doesn't make sense. And then for them to meet up with Robin's stepdad, who she calls dad
1: he actually knows the area lived there for a lot of years right now we're doing a reconnaissance trip to try and find a home that'll work for us all who was at the end of the
0: bed for both of her home births that we saw and we know that he was there for her first three births but yeah so they went up they went and met with him and looked around i don't know if he if it was like just a day thing or if he helped them you know on like I don't know i don't know how long he was there or what influence he had on where they ended up in the vacation home or whatever but um so they went the vacation home the kids are miserable and robin and cody decide this is a great time to get pregnant you're facing possible jail time according to you cody but it's a good time to bring another baby into the world. the timing also financially You're kind of fucked and you're like, what's the best way to deal with this? Let's get pregnant. So then after the 30 days, they find four separate houses. They're kind of close, kind of not. Mary's off somewhere because she bitches about not taking the one right next door to Robin because it's not good enough and she only had one kid. So she needs, it's a whole thing. And then later, she's going to turn around and bitch because she's so far away. But maybe i will cover that later in a married thing. I, I don't know. Um, it's just annoying. But so on moving day, which happens to be the kid's first day of school, they're moving Robin into her new rental. And she says this. I really like the home that we found for me. It's just, it's very homey. It's very, when I first walked in the door, I just kind of fell in love with it.
1: I'm really hoping to settle and sort of nest and to build like a home environment. I haven't decorated
0: my house in a couple of years because I've moved so much and there just has not been time. It will be nice to be in this house more than... Longer than six months decorating. I thought the goal was to get, at this point, even Christine is still like, we need one house together, one big house. We need to find the one big house. And Robin's talking like this and then, First of all, 15 pounds. My body was filling it because I slept good that night and I hadn't slept good in months. And the next day I had an appetite. I lost 15 pounds before we left. I had no appetite. All of a sudden I'm hungry. Bitch, even if you did, stop fat shaming these women. Stop fat shaming them, okay? She does this throughout the entire season. I know there was a lot of people who were like, I think you're reading what she said wrong. She was trying to, no, she was being shitty because she's a shitty person and has always been shitty to them on the show. Just if you only watched it through one time, and why would you watch it more than that? I don't know. I don't know why I do this. But if you only watch it through one time, you kind of tend to miss these little digs. Because you didn't have all the pieces of the puzzle. Once you get them all and then you come together, you're like, holy shit, she is an awful person. Anyway, so, yeah, she's like, I lost 15 pounds because I couldn't eat. Now I can sleep and I'm fucking hungry. That doesn't sound like someone who is worried that her husband is going to go to jail at all. Like, she's she's so happy. That just leads me to believe that this whole move thing was um yeah for the show they had to have some drama they had to make some drama and it seemed really dramatic with that whole scene where the fire truck sirens they used a fire truck and Mary's like oh it was for drama but I think the real reason is like Robin said I just assume you guys are down there having a really great time um you know there's seven days in the week and so Cody's got to divide his time up between the wives so even if it's Mary's night he's still in the big house even if it's Janelle's night he's still in the big house even if it's Christine's night. He's still in the big house, and he's only down at Robin's for this. Yeah, she can come over, but do you think she's going to do that? Not very often. We Only when we see on the show. Robin is very, very family-oriented for the cameras. Um, not so much at all at all otherwise and we saw even during covid she got her way even more but so by her thinking well he's down there all week with them they're just one big happy family him and his kids and everything and here i am coming in me and my kids just down here twiddling our thumbs waiting until cody comes back yeah she wasn't gonna have that and there was nowhere in lehigh for them to rent a space and there was an investigation i mean i'm sure cody was pretty scared that like i could go to jail christine could go to jail these for fraud they could find for fraud and i'm sure that their lawyer and we know they had a lawyer advised them hey if you like skedaddle then maybe they won't need to look into the cohabitation bigamy thing because you're not even there you're not cohabitating in the state of Utah utah i don't know that's just my thoughts but very much so, the Robin thing, she was like, you're always down there with them. And we can't build our family because you're, you're not with my kids enough. And how do you expect your family to accept my family if we're always separate? You said we would be one big family, Cody. And Cody was like, <gasps> I'm so sorry I don't know what I don't know what to do I don't know what to do well my daddy lives in Vegas and he can help us find a big enough house because I'm sure that there's all kinds of abandoned 27 bedroom mansions that famous people have went bankrupt and lost to foreclosure so we can probably buy them for like $100 yeah I hate I hate her why why go public in the first place if you know you know that that could open an investigation. I mean, it's a felony, and you're going on national TV in your home, in your hometown, saying, hey, I'm, cr- I'm committing a felony on national television. I don't know what they thought would happen. I don't know what they thought would happen. It's so dumb. But I know why they did it. They probably just didn't think. I don't know. what. What am I saying? The Browns never think. They never things through they get an idea and they jump here's the thing I'm the same way you people that know me in real life I am impulsive impulsive I don't think things through however I don't have the resources that they have so my impulsivity never has big huge repercussions I mean I move the furniture or I take up a new hobby I don't move my family to another state you know you know what I'm saying I don't buy property without vetting it first, making sure that you could build on it first, making sure that you can subdivide it first, making sure that it's not like poisoned with prairie dog plague. You get what I'm saying? They're just super impulsive. And Cody has said on multiple occasions at both ends, if this is the, the beginning of the spectrum and this is the end of the spectrum, he said at the beginning, the only thing I fear is poverty.
1: Nothing scares me but poverty.
0: Season one, season 17.
1: She's going, well, you're a coward. No, 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 no. I'm not a coward. Nothing scares me but poverty.
0: Nothing. Weird for a guy on a show about his religion to only be worried about money, but he said it twice, here they are. The only reason they did it was because they're pretty honest, especially Janelle. We don't have no money. We are not able to make our bills, we are in serious financial trouble, and we can't afford shit for our kids, so Cody was like, TV equals money, I get to be a star, I get to look like a stud because I'm a party boy and a surfer boy, and I'm going to get a lot of money, this is going to be big, no one else is doing this. I'm going to get rich. Boom. That was it. It was, pro- Janelle was probably in the background like, Cody, we need to think about this. And Christine was like, yeah, but if we do this, there is a threat of like, what did they come after us? D- ladies, ladies, our family's going to be broken apart anyway. If we don't have the money to pay for our house, if we can't buy food, if we can't blah, 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 blah. What about my motorcycle? What about my Lexus? Shut up, go into your space and let me about the details. you know that's how it went you know you know you know and his whole this doesn't really have a lot to do with like why they had to leave but cody is like Co- so cody seems to get very emotional as we've seen in some of those clips but then at the same time like he kind of gets shitty about the whole thing like he's very flippant and shitty about it and he's like um, so, you're making it sound like out of a group like this, there's a couple people over here who are doing the bad things.
1: Why are polygamists still marginalized? Because one segment of polygamy has a sexual abuse problem?
0: Doing a simple Google search, these right here were the first that came up. So it is a big deal, Um, in my my opinion, I don't think that polygamy should be legalized in any case for any reason. Like their whole theory that if we bring polygamy to people's attention and they see that it's not all bad, then they'll accept it and then there'll be no reason to hide anymore. No, all you've done these past 17 seasons is show what a toxic environment that type of cult promotes—the disgusting emotional abuse. <sighs>
1: We're all gonna start crying. You've never see Hunter cry. <laughs> yeah, I think I I need. <laughs> I made lots of friends. I, I have tons of relatives. I have a football team. It's just, it's gonna be tough.
0: My poor baby. The financial abuse, I don't know if there's physical abuse. I have no proof of that. I have no proof of the sexual abuse. Like I said before, it pisses me off when people use that picture of Brianna and him when she's a little girl he's giving her a little kiss oh that irks the shit out of me and I'm probably gonna have to talk about it more in another um, episode because it keeps coming up and it's very triggering and it pisses me off they've just proven that polygamy is not good it is not safe and it shouldn't be legalized just my opinion but that's my opinion okay so i'm gonna get off of this subject and go to something kind of lighter
1: TikTok's video and comment of the week
0: okay so the video i chose for this week's TikTok video of the week is by a creator who goes under the name of 80s underscore born underscore 90s underscore raised. And so this is a video.
1: I'm just done with this conversation. Of course you are. I'm done. But stop acting like a disgruntled pelican. We are not making any progress here, and I'm hoping that tomorrow I can come back and maintain my argument. <laughs>
0: Anything that features Moira or Shit's Creek is immediately, like, great for me. I love that show so much. I love the characters so much. And it fit really well with this whole Cody Couch confessional thing. So, yay! It made me super happy and it made me laugh a lot. So, my TikTok of the week actually... It comes from one of the most disgusting things that I have ever heard come out of
1: Cody Brown's mouth. Because if one of my little children were to die because somebody had to get his pencil wet, that made me so mad. Do you understand if one of my children died, how hard it would be to ever forgive the guy
0: who was bringing that home to us. This is gross and... So many levels. I don't even know where to begin. It was so bad. First of all, who I've never even heard it referred to as that. Who says that is, what are you trying to say? <laughs> no. It's about your sons. You don't have any more value for your sons than talking about that. How sad is that? Especially Gabe and Garrison with the crap that's still going on with them. And then to hear him say that, do you think that that's going to repair that? And then what about their girlfriends? Logan, he just married Michelle. How do you think that makes Michelle feel? I know, and it's become quite apparent, Cody has no value for the female gender. I mean, at all. They are below him, and they're supposed to be subservient and submissive, blah, blah, blah. But how hurtful would it be to watch that and hear your dad talk about you or hear the father of your spouse or boyfriend talk about you that way? I mean, it was just, I could go on and on and on, but I probably shouldn't. That's why I I keep, I'm like trying to think of ways to put it that don't sound completely horrible because we all know how I am during this time. So I'm just going to Leave it as it was
1: gross. So I posted this TikTok. As if one of my little children were to die because somebody had to get his pencil wet?
0: Oh, that's right. This was all about the little kids and how much he loves his little kids. And he's always loved his kids, his little kids. I mean, when Truly was born. Wait. Yeah, my water just broke. I don't know. My water
1: breaks, bam, I have the child just like that. So my water just broke. Okay, and so, um, yeah, hurry. Do you want to take what in the world? Oh!
0: So, I mean, I guess somebody should have said if you miss the birth of your daughter because you need to get your pencil wet. And I received a comment on this video, um, what does it mean to get your pencil wet? So I wanted to explain it, but I had to do it in a way that wouldn't trigger TikTok. You know, they always have their finger hovering just above the ban button. Um, every time I log in, I get that pop up that says you better not fuck up because we're going to cancel your shit if you do one more thing wrong. And if you go to my profile, you see the little red warning there. It never goes away. So I'm always really scared that they're going to ban me. So I made this video. Okay, so sometimes I struggle with reading, like, sarcasm or humor in, like, just text or written comments. So if you're like, duh, I know. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be condescending or anything. I'm, I'm just explaining. So please don't be offended. If you meant this as a joke. Um, so getting your pencil wet. I've never heard it called getting your pencil wet. Um, I'm trying to word this in a way that won't get me banned by TikTok or offend anyone. Um, the act of physical love between to people, oftentimes I have heard this act referred to as getting their, what we said Cody had right there, wet. So instead of saying, Cody said pencil. And you can tell that just like now I'm really I was really struggling like how to word this not just to keep TikTok from you know being triggered and banning but also I didn't want to be offensive to anyone there are some sensitive sallies on this app on that app not this app and you never know what's going to trigger someone um, it can be kind of crazy. The comment section did not let me down. Um, so the way that you're reading it on the screen, if you're on YouTube, it's, it's going to seem out of order, but I'm going to read it in the order the comments came into me so that it kind of makes more, any, anyway, um, so the original... Comment was old school, was licking the tip of a pencil to wet the graphite so it would write, get the modern term is what is being said in the video. I put laugh, 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 laughing face, OMG, stop, laugh, laugh, laugh. The original commenter put, it was hilarious. No, I was actually referring to a real pencil. Reading it back now gives me a second meeting. Shocked face, laugh, laugh, laugh face. And then another person put, I was going to say, you used to have to lick the graphite. I couldn't even stand it anymore. This whole thread is so wholesome and hilarious. It made my entire day. We were talking about two different things. But the way that they were responding and the dirtiness of my mind, I thought they were talking in innuendo and they were not. They were being so wholesome and I had to ruin it. So yeah, I mean, as bad as the negative seems to get on this app, there are so many people who just have great sense of humor, are kind, and use the app in the same way that you know i try to which is just to be funny there are days when i'm like i'm not doing this anymore i hate this app i'm gonna delete it it's stupid but i do get a lot of enjoyment out of TikTok, and i met not met met some great people the pickle squad is great i'm really glad to have TikTok, and i'm glad that there are so many people oh my god i'm glad that there are so many people who are obsessed with sister wives like in the crazy way that i am Because before, I just had all of this in my head, all of this to say, and I just had to sit there and keep it all in. Because if I got too vocal with it, then my husband was like, eh, kind of being crazy with this. You know, he didn't appreciate the passion that I have for polygamy. (laughs) So dumb. Okay, so that is about all the time that I have and I'm sure all the time that you are willing to spend watching or listening to this shit. If you enjoyed any of this ridiculousness, please subscribe and leave a review if you listen via Apple Podcast or Spotify. Or if you watch any of the clips on YouTube at Pickle Pies Antisocial Sister Wives Club. Please hit the like and subscribe button and leave me a comment. Um, you can also find me on TikTok as Pickle Pie in the Sky or Pickle Squad S W, which is my backup account for when I finally cross over this warning line I've been towing for the past year, and they ban my account. Please hit the follow button and give my videos some love. Uh, the interaction is what counts. Uh, you can also join me weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, where I live stream a Sister Wives rewatch party. We're currently on season 16, and we get in about four episodes a day, depending on the episode length. Sister Wives is really weird that way. Um, you could have like 45-minute episodes, and then midway through the season, you'll have three hour and a half episodes, and then boom, back to 45-minute. Episodes. It's it's really weird. Yeah, we try to go for a few hours. The chat for these streams are great most of the time. Once the new people kind of get out of there, it's pretty good. Um, and the pickle squad is made up of just amazing and wonderful people. And I did not come up with the pickle squad. That is not like an eco thing like that. I just assigned it. That came from them, and I'm gonna run with it because. I think it's amazing. Um, During the off-season, Sister Wives Sunday becomes a book club. The next book I'm reading is the Catfishers book, Almost Married. Uh, The videos from last book club, where I read Becoming Sister Wives, written by Cody and the wives, but mostly the wives, is already um, uploaded to YouTube if you want to check that out. Uh, The YouTube, again, is Pickle Pie's Anti-Social Sister Wives Club. You can easily find links to all my accounts by hitting the Beacon, B-E-A-C-O-N, link on my TikTok TikTok profile page um, along with like my uh, P.O. Box, stuff like that. Feel free to email questions, show ideas, criticisms, or anything you want to to picklepymail at gmail.com. That's picklepiemail at gmail.com. However, keep in mind, if you're mean in your comments or your emails, depending on where I am in my time of the month cycle, I may read it on a future episode while I cry into the microphone. So, yeah, just keep that in mind. Um, I am hoping in the future that new episodes will drop Wednesdays. Hopefully in the morning, but my life is chaos. So the best I can hope for is Wednesdays. (laughs) And even that, that's going to be rough. I'm going to be... Com- I appreciate you all. Even though this episode may seem kind of chaotic, it's not nearly as chaotic as a Brown family road trip. I hope you have a great week. And remember, listening to this is better than being stabbed in the kidneys. Wasted!
1: that was pickle time.